football card collecting and investing. You know the deal. His name is Andy. My name is Carter, and it is official. We are going to the national. Comment down below if you are going. And we're going to get people on here eventually that have actually gone uh, for many a years. It has been over a decade since I've been uh, when I went three years in a row. But Andy, we're super pumped up about it. Let's go. Andy to the shot town, the quest. Let's do it. Yep. Time to take uh, time to take some of my collection on the road. Probably bring a lot of stuff in my box. I think um, I think there's a lot of, of trading activity from the, the folks that I've talked to that have been to the national and other big card shows. A lot of trading, a lot of dealers looking to buy stuff off you, make some cash transactions, and also hunt through those uh, those skill position value bins that they've got. See if you can't find yourself some some nice rare like uh, skill position players on the low that you know based on your experience on ebay that you can flip for a nice little profit yeah we're trying to talk as many questers into going look there are a ton of great shows you don't have to just go to the national dallas card show uh was this past weekend and look there's all different types of shows so if you can't make it to the national go to your local show it's all the fun in the world when you actually get to see everything now Andy and I do some prep before we get going. We're going to talk about the rookie premiere. But, Andy, did you know that I am parting ways with my favorite card ever? This, to go to the National, this Drew Brees, one of one, game-used jersey, Saints game-used jersey from 2007. So it was from his first year in a Saints uniform. I am moving this card so I can go to the National. So we want uh, everybody to at least think about making that leap. But Andy, the rookie premiere, it's going down, baby. It was this past weekend. Michael Rubin was there. He had a Quavo concert. Do you know who Quavo is, Andy? Quavo? Isn't that like Jose Jose Quavo? <laughs> Jose Cuervos? Isn't that like tequila brand? No. Uh, kind of close. Um, but not really. Quavo is uh, a member of Migos. Right. Um, one of the biggest rappers alive. So they did. Obviously, Andy, I'm sure you saw the rookie premiere. Um, I'm sure there was some tequila uh, drink this past weekend with uh, with with Michael Rubin doing this big thing. And Andy, you saw some of the videos. I saw some of the videos. Uh, it, it was it was very interesting, to say the least. Yeah, man, it, it really was. I actually pulled up a screenshot you sent me because we're talking about some of the biggest um, takeaways from the rookie premiere, and this was this was posted by Card Collector Two, man, one of the one of the studs in the hobby right there, and he's got his picture with Bijan and stuff. And I, I think it's really interesting on the people that they invited to the the rookie event, and then also the uh, Fanatics exclusive deals. And the guys that appeared to be signing cards for uh, for fanatics, but it's, it's it's this is such an interesting deal with fanatics right. because I know we're going to talk about them purchasing PWCC and kind of them inching their way further into the hobby, creeping their way in to the football card space here with these exclusive deals. Uh, but I also like if you just go onto the Panini America website, man, you can see these guys right. Oh, you know, signing cards. They got Anthony Richardson and JSN and uh, Stetson Bennett signing cards. So there's there's AR right there uh, signing an Origins. It also blows me away of how early they've got Origins cards printed. You can see he's right. in the Colts uniform, photoshopped in a Colts uniform already. Uh, it's pretty wild, man. Yeah. So I and look, Card Collector too is one of my favorite content creators. I would be very, uh, you know, cautious when you look at any blanket statements as we transition into this fanatics era, right? I am someone that's given fanatics a lot of my business, right? I like fanatics. I like uh, a lot of the things uh, that they do. Michael Rubin's a big inspiration to me, right? He was a go-getter, and now, you know, he's owned a team and, and has lived his dream. And look— I like what Fanatics has done so far uh, for the hobby. I really 
have enjoyed it. So, look, we don't know exactly who's all going to be signing what, what exclusive deals are for who. But, Andy, one thing I will say is Fanatics is getting most of the A-listers in pretty much all sports, right? Um, you saw what Michael Rubin did with Victor Winvignana in France. You see uh, what he's done with a lot of the A-list athletes. He had Tom Brady speak to the rookie quarterbacks not too long ago at a private setting with Travis Scott, who, of course, a lot of these younger players grew up listening to. So um, it, it's going to be a very interesting transition, and it looks as if, for me, Andy, Panini products are still being signed. So we'll see what all sets. I, I would love to have Card Collector 2 on uh, to share what he actually meant by that. But for right now, as you see CJ and a lot of these other players, um, and, and this is JSN in the background, um, they're signing. And I, I'm really looking forward to all this new product. Yeah, I am too. Uh, I checked the release dates. You've got two collegiate draft picks product coming out in June, both of which I think are going to be super hot. Uh, because uh, one of them is select draft picks and select has really changed the way that the um, uh, here, here it is right here. It's really changed the way that the field levels look. This is the new field level design right here in the middle Carter. Okay. And I think that's a very different look than what we've seen right. in the past. It's also going to be the same field level look that the pro uniform select cards are that are getting ready to come out here in just two weeks are going to have as well. So it's interesting, the timing. There's a lot of new products, Optic 2022, end of May, and then uh, Select on June 9th. And then you're going to have these draft pick products, Chronicles draft picks, and then Select draft picks at, towards the end of June. So very interesting timing. It's going to be a busy summer for uh, new football card products. I'm a big field level fan, right? Um, I, as you know, Andy, one of my grill cards is the Jamar Chase Zebra field level, right, from this last year. So I, I do like the conformity with the college and pro uniform in the same card designs. So I'm really looking forward to it. So um, let's start with this. Type Y for yes, type N for no. You are like – more excited than normal for these new product releases from Panini. Type Y for yes, type N for no in the chat. So, obviously, Andy, uh, we always start off with a few things uh, from us. If you're listening to this on a podcast form, on YouTube, we go live every Tuesday at 1.30 Central. So, uh, let's actually get to a few of these comments really quickly. Let's start with Stephen F. L, he says, I stopped going to my local car shops here in Florida, overcharging, still trying to price gouge. Yes, uh, some some shops, Andy, do price stuff very, very, very high, and it can be very discouraging for people in the hobby. Yeah, and, and it's um, it's wild that a card shop owner would try and continue to take advantage of when there's all this information at our fingertips, you see, I mean, I could go to eBay. I could comp exactly what he's selling in the store. Um, I can go to blowout cards. I go to steel city collectibles. I can be patient, wait for them to have stuff go on sale. I can also uh, pre-order, but I'm getting that stuff at, you know, base retail prices. I'm not having to pay an extra 50% for, for what? Just to buy it from an actual card shop? Do I feel that the card shop is going to add increase my chances of getting a nice card? Not necessarily. I mean, really, I mean, I think it's still probably a, a, a coin flip or, or less. You know, it's like playing roulette, trying to get, you know, get a big hit, especially out of retail blaster boxes. And especially after the product's been out for a couple months, like we talked about. So it's like, I, I don't understand these card shop owners that are still trying to price gouge cards. It really just doesn't make a whole lot of smart business sense anymore. It doesn't, but look, your location also matters. It is amazing how many, like, when I go to a local card shop, I don't mind sitting in there for hours. I don't mind looking at cases uh, for hours. I mean, I'd buy any of the higher-end stuff, but you do see a lot of, casuals go in there and pay the high end just for a box so they can give it to little timmy for christmas um i saw a soccer mom 
pay sixty dollars for a blaster for score uh, uh roughly two years ago when as you know andy that box is 20 25 30 bucks so it is very 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 interesting um let's go to hector's comment here he is a longtime supporter of the live stream i'm looking forward to future fanatics innovation and fixing current hobby complaints and um andy i'm just going to continue here i am a ruben fanatic i i just like this guy a lot one thing he has specifically said in interviews is how much he hates redemptions now, i don't know how he completely eradicates it because uh you know sometimes players don't want to sign but it, it is very interesting man and uh that that is bittersweet because i finally figured out the secret to redemptions it's not yeah. to actually try and redeem the card it's to exchange them for panini rewards points and then and then buy something off their website because all these right. guys that we just showed that are going to the rookie premiere they're going to have stuff exclusive from panini that you can only buy with rewards points coming out real soon on their on their website so it's like man that is bittersweet but i mean what a terrible process it's just like the grading process when you had to submit to psa and you had to wait six months to get your card back that is just oh such a painful delayed gratification process whenever you put in the time and the legwork to get that that um that card initially so it's like if they could figure out a way to have a more consistent redemption process to where it's it's more timely and more consistent release schedule and and maybe eliminate some of the um it's like the the the, the amount of parallels how they it continue to increase in the, in the lack of scarcity behind a lot of inserts uh and and you know the lack of game use memorabilia i mean i think those are like some big things that we think uh you know collectively are you know more a, a black eye on the football card hobby that we would like to to see fixed let's go to this one andy i'm gonna let you take this one scott says if i were going to buy a box of cards which one should i buy been thinking contenders but not sure yeah i mean i, I think it i think it first and foremost comes down to your your budget um, I would contemplate your your budget and then think about like what players are you trying to get out of this box? Uh, yeah, I, I contenders is good, Carter, but at the same time, the hit rate in contenders retail, like the blasters, the fat packs, the cello packs, the mega boxes on the rookie ticket autos is actually pretty low. You, you're not even guaranteed to pull a rookie ticket auto out of one of those boxes. You really have to go for the um the hobby box so like if that if my budget was like 50 bucks i i may try and look for maybe like a 2021 optic you know or a 20 even like a 2021 donors or 2022 donors so i get some more like uh, the rated rookies that is so uh, iconic that i have a, a higher chance of pulling stuff that i know is going to hold some decent value long term yeah, I, I know, uh, Scott, that was a very vague way of, of answering your question, but it's just true. Like, boxes of cards can be big money pits if you don't pull anything. It's just that simple. And we painfully pulled a box of nothing on here uh, a few weeks ago. Um, so that's part of it. But it also depends, Scott, are you doing this for yourself? Or are you doing this with a kid, right? Kids love opening boxes. It's just the bottom line. It's the surprise of it. And look, adults like doing it too. They like joining breaks and all of that. But we are big proponents here on the quest of buying singles, right? Being patient, buying singles. It goes a freaking long way because look, if you buy singles, you're going to get the card that you want. It's the famous family guy meme, uh, Andy. It's either this one boat or this mystery box. Uh, I know I butchered the bit, uh, but that's basically what buying boxes actually are. Um, so there you go. Now, box values, um, as Hector points out, it can vary. It very well could. Um, so there you go. But honestly, once again, um, I'm a Topps fan, so 
my favorite thing is Bowman Chrome because I like college uniform cards, but that's not where you're going to get the biggest ROI. That's just my personal uh, favorite. Uh, so there you go. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 a I'm a singles kind of guy. Uh, Diamond T Sports Card, good to see you. Hello again, happy Tuesday, Bella Cardboard Joint Junkies. Thank you for your show and thank you. Um, uh, well, so- and you know another thing you could do, uh, Scott said here he invested twelve thousand into singles, so he's kind of wanted to switch it up. Oh. You know, instead of spending seventy five hundred dollars, for example, on a box of flawless that's getting ready to come out for twenty twenty two draft class, I was actually looking at that before the stream. Uh, this is getting ready to come out here at the beginning of June. Get into a box break. Uh, get into a box break for maybe a couple hundred bucks and see what you get. That kind of gives you that experience of buying in, having a chance of pulling something unknown. Also, all the cards, like it's like a uh, $7,500 for a box of uh, six cards, actually eight cards, I think it is. Yeah, six. It's it's um, 10 cards. Yeah, 10 cards per pack. One pack per box. It's $7,500 right now on pre-order. You get into a box break. Uh, you know, different people run them different ways. There's definitely, uh, you, you hop in our Discord and ask some of the guys about the comp- the the, um, the breakers that they use because you definitely do want to be selective on the breaker that you use. Uh, you just don't want to pick any breaker. That could be very bad, right? We've seen the yes. countless number of videos with breakers uh, you know, scamming the pulling the best card off the screen and stashing it wherever and not actually send it to the players. So find a reputable breaker like um, Jay Jets, Jay Jets card. We've had him on the channel before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great breaker right there. That guy has pulled some really nice stuff. But, you know, buy, buy into a break, buy into a break for a fraction of the cost. You don't have the full seventy five hundred dollar investment, a few hundred dollars. See what you get. Get that experience of ripping in you know somebody ripping into a box for you and that unknown that gamble of maybe pulling a really nice card and see how that goes or get into you know get into something like optic contenders that's getting ready to come out for a few hundred dollars and um it's just because those are like optic contenders is a hobby only product it also has a much higher hit rate on the hobby box of pulling of getting some rookie ticket autos and they're going to be a little bit higher quality too. It's going to be they're going to come in a little bit better condition right out of the pack, Carter. Yeah, and look, I was into breaks. I just don't do them as much anymore because I'm just such a singles focused guy. But look, if Stephen, who says he has 12k, obviously you have a bigger bankroll than most people getting into this. One thing I would also uh, do, Scott, as far as your bankroll being. Um, that much look at your cards that you currently have and ask yourself which ones do I truly believe in and which ones do I not Um, and that way your cards don't become stale your collection doesn't become stale and that way you're moving cards into products that you might actually enjoy so let me ask you a question Andy this just came up with a big collector and big supporter of this channel but also what i do personally he's got the opportunity to buy a black prism one of one of a defensive player a guy that's not big all right um xavier mckinney right but he's got a huge collection of rare peyton manning inserts uh some some randy moss inserts i want to ask you this question andy would you move those more solid Hall of Fame kind of guys to get into a black prism one of one, the grail card of your favorite player? Um, uh, the offer is currently at $1,500. He can buy this one of one of his favorite player, or he can move some of his other rare inserts. What would you do in that scenario? What set is the one of one from again? The black prism one on one. The the oh uh, from the prism. prism. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I I would have to do it if if these Hall of Fame guys aren't my favorite players. Yeah, right. I would have to do it because I think right now is actually a solid market. Um, all things considered, is a solid market for Hall of Fame players just because of of the time of off season that we're in. They're they're just a lot more relevant because we don't have these performance events, these hype 
events, you know, uh, for actual football on TV. So a lot of like what they're airing right now in the NFL and ESPN are these 30 for 30s or, or, you know, the classics where they're going back and look at the best players of all time. So they become a little bit more relevant during this time of the year. And I mean, if you're if you're not dead set, like those guys aren't your super collecting, you've got to go for that one on one because we talked about it. Wow. that one on one is 80 percent, maybe 90 percent of a rainbow. Yeah. And it is so hard to get And prism being the, you know, the quote unquote, like king retail set, the mainstream set. I still look at like the graded soul data every almost every day. And prism is right there. It's prism and Donruss and optic. You know, those are the most sold graded cards every single day. So. Yeah, man, I'd have to do it. I'd have to go for it. Oh, so a lot of people disagree here. Hector says, if you don't like money, you would, LOL. Andrew Perry says, that would be a no. For Look at Perry in this thing. What's up, per Perry Collectibles? Always holding it down. Um, so let me know what you guys uh, would do. Now, what's funny is uh, my buddy Zach I actually, I just made that up. He's actually doing this with a basketball player, but I wanted to use football like a hypothetical uh, just to make it a little bit more relatable. Andy, I would do it too if my favorite player was this random defensive guy or this random backup point guard, but it's probably not the best move if you're moving rare stuff because my buddy Zach has some super rare Jordan inserts. And I was telling him, I was like, hey, you can move one of those to get this Black Prism one of one. It's probably not the smart move because it is Jordan. But I don't know. I don't. I, I think I would do it if I had the opportunity to get the Tyron Matthew Black Prism one of one um, so for a trade. Are we saying that the, the young active player that we're trading to get the one of one for is not like a, a hyped up relevant player? No, he is a backup backup guard right i may have i may have i may have not listened to that detail <laughs> wait can i still back out of this deal yeah you, you can you can't it's, it's i thought we were talking like jamar chase or something no here. no 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 because you, you're probably thinking uh, an lsu guy no if it's jamar chase obviously you would you would do it but or at uh, least chris godwin or something you know so let, let, let me let me ask this question for the chat all right how many prism black finite one of ones do you have in your collection right now? Um, Andy, how many do you have? Zero. You have zero? Really? You have zero. Interesting. Well, look, speak of the devil. So we, we have someone already commenting here. Look at Hector. Look at Hector sitting on a gold mine, baby. Ooh. Ooh. He controls that rainbow. Yeah, DeAndre Swift, especially with the landing spot now in the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, his his price is immediately shopped up, uh, shot up, and, and now his hype is going to continue to appreciate. And he's that kind of guy that if you're not – he's not your super PC guy, I would 100% advocate selling him heading into the season because when has he stayed healthy an entire yeah. season? You know, how 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 – much is he going to split with Rashad Penny? It's like how how long are they going to stay healthy? Neither one of those guys are a bill out. I so as as you know, I got I got the full Tyron Matthew insert rainbow, and I do have one black finite, and they I mean they are just so incredible uh, from 2013. I I actually I I do have this one. I have the whole rainbow listed for a high amount. So if you're going to come get it, you, you're you're gonna you're gonna have to bring it right. Um, so if somebody wants it, hey, is I have it listed so high that I don't think anybody would want it. But if you want it, come get it. And, that, and that's a good idea there because, look, there might be some DeAndre Swift collector. Heck, maybe DeAndre Swift gets bored and says, look, I want to collect all my rookie prism cards. He'd have to go through Hector. Um, and, and Hector could set his price, Andy. He could set it. it that's the thing, man. He can, you control that that big of a portion of a of a collection i mean that would be the absolute cornerstone of of a collection and you can see a lot of the guys in the chat don't have any i'm sure they would all love to have one but the thing is look a shaquem uh, griffin is 90 dollars, and that's from obsidian that's not from prison 
I thought I thought more people would have at least one, but that's how rare they are, right? There is a trust me, we're all diehard collectors here, or people trying to collect. That is pretty crazy that uh, so few people actually have, and that lets you know how unbelievably rare uh, these black one of ones uh, can be. So um, it's it's very very interesting. Um, Hector said he traded sealed retail boxes. Derek says he's looking for the one of one Braylon Allen auto. Okay, so there you go. Let's go to Travis uh, Andy up here on the sealed wax thing. Uh, I think this is a very interesting comment right here. He said, I bought four 2017 optic blasters this weekend and and completely struck out. He got no Mahomes, no Watson, no Cooper Cup or anything, right? My question is, where did you buy them from? I'm curious because, I mean, there are a lot of unethical repackers that sell stuff on eBay. These guys are savvy. I have seen it firsthand because I've been on the the victim end of buying a box that looked brand new, but clearly cards were taken out of it. And that was back when I first got into the hobby. Uh, so I don't, I, I'm curious, I'm just curious where you bought them from because there's obviously, you know, we're, we're generating a list and it's continuously growing of eBay sellers to avoid. Uh, we have that whole channel in our discord over through patreon.com slash football cards. But um, yeah, man, that, that really sucks because that, that would be, you know, that's, that's those I, are big cards, man. Well, the Mahomes, the Mahomes card itself is going to be like a $300 card. If right. you pull that raw, you know, a thousand dollars graded. It's, it's got a load PSA 10 rate too. So Andy, I want to cry. I do that. This one hurts. I, I don't even know if I want to continue the show that, that makes me, I don't know, Andy. I don't know if I can get that. This hurts me, and I don't even know Travis. God. What? Mm. Yeah, like they don't even have any for sale on um, on blowout cards. They do have hobby boxes. The hobby box is $2,000. So you can buy a hobby box on blowoutcards.com from 2017 Optic. It is uh, – oh, this is actually contender's optics, so you would be trying to pull a rookie ticket auto. But right. $2,000, only three left. I mean, it's obviously it's a popular product. You pull a Mahomes out of here, you, you're paying this thing off easy. But, um, yeah, it's that's that's unfortunate because 2017 optic, if you compare the, the, the graded numbers between base Donruss and optic from 2017 – the optic is actually more prevalent. Okay, so Travis uh, clarifies. Uh, he said he actually traded a Herbert Optic Preview PSA 10, Watson Rated Rookie PSA 10, and a handful of others. So he traded these cards to get the four boxes. Um, either way. Oh. These have been left sealed since before Mahomes won his first Super Bowl. And he decided to rip them. Oh, no. Oh, man. Dude, those those sealed are worth so much money. I'm never ripping that. Never. Never in a million years. I I just. uh, What 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 do they go for, Andy? To. Dang, they go for a lot. Uh, those that are listening, two seventy-five a pop. Twenty seventeen optic blaster boxes. Yeah, about two seventy-five a pop, or like five five hundred for a lot of two. Dang, I see some here. Uh, that sold for 400 buy it now. Holy crap. 
so this is the thing. It, yeah, it's like playing. It's like playing roulette. Here's a stack of two sold for five hundred. It's just so risky buying it off of eBay like this. I know, like I was on the victim of a of a blaster box that had been uh, the shrink wrap like that had been put back on the box and it looked brand new. But when I got the box open and the pack out of it, there were clearly cards missing out of the pack. Like someone had clearly pillaged through it. And this was at a uh, this was at a Walmart. Uh, and it was um, it was unparalleled. I think it was like I didn't know what I was doing. I had bought a box, but at the time, you know, it was, it was the hobby was getting super hot. So uh, even that, people were there was a way people were pillaging it, shrink rack wrapping it back up, being very diligent and putting putting it back to the store at that time. And I, you know, I got scammed. But and it's hard to get a return on that because that is the most he said she said kind of thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I just would never buy sealed wax. I just and, and, and unless I feel so comfortable with the seller. Just go to eBay and, and buy yourself a Donruss Patrick Mahomes raw for one hundred and fifty dollars. And, you know, you could get that graded if you want. It's pretty easy with the way that Donruss does their. Their little logo at the bottom right to tell if that is authentic because it's got like a little elevated chrome text that you want to look for. You compare that to a graded card to make sure it looks identical. You know, it's not like a uh, um, a reprinted card or anything. And then you can get that graded. You can see, I mean, look, that card will right now um, sell for $1,200 in a PSA 10 because there's only a 15% hit rate of getting a PSA 10. Very hard to get a PSA 10. Is most likely you're going to get a nine on that card. You see a 60% grade hit on a nine, only 15.5% on the 10. Mm. Man, I, mm, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I would ever buy a sealed box off the internet. I just don't think. I don't think I would. I don't know if I'd ever just buy sealed anything anymore. Um, so. I mean, the, the, the prices of the boxes are even high at retail. Like, I just could not justify buying um, a Prism box for a $41 total price total from Walmart. Um, I, I just couldn't when, when a few years ago they were 20 25 30 bucks. Uh, it's It's just it, – it's so steep, especially when you know the singles market as well as you do, Andy. So um, – uh, as Derek points up, uh, sealed GI Joe cards, um, and and that's the most famous sealed um, incident ever with Logan Paul and the three million dollar Pokemon uh, case. So, yeah, it's it's absolutely freaking absolutely crazy. Now, uh, as far as uh, the the twenty seventeen rookie class. It is going to be interesting, Andy. Big year for uh, Deshaun going into uh, next year. I, mm, I don't know. I, I don't know how I would feel at this point buying him or even Mahomes right now. Yeah, Mahomes is it's it's hard. Obviously, he's number one on my hype index list. He's going to be the easiest guy to move in and out of. I mean, but right. probably it's going to be hard to make money. Like it's going to exactly. be a break-even move. Like if you're buying a base Donruss raw for one hundred fifty dollars, sure you'll be able to resell it for one hundred fifty. Maybe you get one seventy-five out of it, but uh, for for it to go up more than that is just insane. Because you just compare him to anybody else, um, he's not you know, he's not even close. I mean, he's just, it's just, it's, it's wild, man. I mean, Deshaun Watson's PSA 10 is just a fraction. I mean, there's $43 right now, $50. Uh, and that's the, the gap or the disparity there between the two of them. It's, it's, it's pretty wild. So yeah, you know, he's safe, but you can't make money. And then uh, Deshaun Watson has, obviously he's got to overcome a lot of, a lot of issue. I, I think if his performance, if it's good enough and he, he leads the Browns to wins right out of the gate, they, they get on that, um, that heater right out of the gate. He can, you know, he can kind of like coerce a lot of people to forget about the things that he's done and the scandals he's been involved in, because there are a lot worse scandals out there. I'll just 
be you know be real like those were scandals i'm not condoning what he did or anything like that or even if he's guilty or not but i'm i'm just saying that just like uh tiger woods for example he can overcome the type of scandal that he's involved in by going out and winning and you know kind of helping people forget about that yeah and then his values would go up yeah, and it's I I would stay away for from from Deshaun not only because of that stuff but because he's in a division with Joe Freaking Burrow and Lamar Jackson, um, and look, uh, the Hall of Fame coach is the other guy, Mike Tomlin, right? Uh, the Steelers have a good roster and they had a good draft. I I'm just staying away from Deshaun. I I really 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 am. Uh, even though obviously 2017 Prism, uh, the, the silver, you, you guys know that story, right? Um, I'm, I'm just staying away. I just, I just think, you know, history won't be kind to him. Obviously, he's one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. Uh, and you know, like you said, Andy, we we can get into the morality debate. That's part of it, right? People want to collect people that they like, and I think a lot of people just don't like Deshaun Watson anymore. He was my favorite college quarterback I ever watched him and Lamar Jackson before Joe Burrow came around. Right. Um, so, you know, remove my heavy LSU bias. I love, I mean, Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson, go back and look at those Louisville Clemson games. It was insane. Like I- I've never seen anything like those two guys. They were revolutionary. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, he'll be remembered more for his college career than his NFL career. Um, I I'm staying away now, you know, one thing I will say about 2017 sealed wax, I know it's kind of weird. We should be talking about 2023 and 2022 sealed wax. We are big proponents of one day, other positions catching up to quarterbacks. The one thing about the one thing about the 2017 draft class as a whole, Andy, this is one of the greatest NFL draft classes ever, Right. If you look at second-round picks, look at third-round picks, look at fourth-round picks, it's Cooper Cup, Alvin Kamara, George Kittle. There's so many, like, Hall of Fame guys or, or borderline Hall of Fame guys after even a first round that was also freaking loaded. So I would guess a, a 2017 sealed box from somebody reputable, like what Hector's been saying, would be pretty cool just to store away. Yeah, man. That that is going to be equivalent um, to 2020, and but it's got even more scarcity. It's got right. you know, a lower number of parallels, uh, and it's just got a, a lower print run. So you got to think those boxes are only going to continue to appreciate in value as Patrick Mahomes has got at least, you know, just just to name one as a, as a quarterback, he's got at least another you know dozen years left in his career. And yeah, you know, there's the Mitch Trubisky. Uh, truthers out there that are that are never going to quit. One thing, uh, let's bring up Derek, one of the biggest supporters of the Questcast, and and me at Power Hour LSU and Power Hour SEC. Wide receivers, the closest thing we have to quarterbacks, running backs, and tight ends aren't even close. Right? I love how we you know grouped the fantasy relevant uh, players here. I totally agree with this, right? Wide receivers are closer to quarterbacks when it comes to this hobby. It's quarterbacks, tier break, wide receiver now, Andy. Kind of, sort of, tier break. Then we get to running backs. I could one day potentially see, like, it go quarterback, wide receiver, superstar at their position so micah parsons uh derek watt and then running backs as a whole could you see that as well yes 100 because i think there's players at every position that um they're they're anomalies they're enigmas you know they they stand right. out man and and they actually uh, will drive equivalent prices of a lot of quarterbacks and wide receivers i think that when you look at the the NFL and and you know you look at the kind of like the hype most hype moments, a lot of them are driven by uh, wide receivers. They have these big four or five touchdown games. You know that's the reason why a lot of best ball drafters on underdog fantasy are going zero RB. They're going the uh, the the wide receiver heavy drafts. There's a reason why Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase are pretty much 
unanimously taken number one and number two overall in these drafts before the Christian McCaffrey's, you know, and then there's again, a drop before Austin Eckler goes at the end of the first round, even, uh, you know, Bijan, Bijan getting hyped up in certain situations, but there's going to be a ton of expectations there. And the running backs just aren't, uh, they're, they're, they don't, they're not given the opportunity like they, like they used to uh, back in the 80s and 90s and even early 2000s. So I can see it. I can totally see it. But, it, uh, but again, Carter, the storyline is so important when you factor everything in from the team to the age of the player, the draft capital, uh, the, where they went to college, you know, how good they are and the opportunity, the workload, everything factored in. There are, you know, players at every positional category that will will kind of step out, you know. And you're always going to have weirdos like me that are super collectors of a Tyron Matthew, if you will, right? Uh, guys that aren't the upper, upper tier defensive players, but I just like them. So uh, I, I love it. Now, Andy, as far as uh, what you've seen up to this point with the uh, 2022 product being released, I, I see a lot of rare Sam Howe rookie ticket autos being moved. Um, we, we've seen last year's Prism uh, products be sold at a pretty high volume. I saw a lot moving at the Dallas Card Show just online. Uh, how do you feel about the movement, the prices, and the overall product releases up to this point? Yeah, I think the product. I think the product releases are are good. You know, I've if I was. If I had a lot, let's say this, if I had a lot more 2022 Donra stuff, I'd be really either trying at this point saying, okay, I've got Brock Purdy, I've got uh, Kenny Pickett, you know, I've got Olave, I've got Garrett Wilson, Sauce, these guys, and they look great. The base Donruss has, we know, typically has a high gem rate, especially on this ultra modern stuff. I'm, I'm going to submit it to PSA. If I'm not going to do that, well, Optic is getting ready to come out in just a week, and it's going to totally steal limelight. So you could flip those now, and then buy, and then basically buy back in if you wanted to. Uh, you could flip those now before Optic comes out, and then when Optic kind of takes over the marketplace for a while, you could then buy back into the base dollars, knowing that they do hold decent long-term value, especially in good condition because of that rated rookie logo. Like, look at the Mahomes as a prime example. It has a much lower PSA 10 rate. The PSA 10 is more rare than the optic. So therefore, it's got actually a higher resale value in some situations, believe it or not. Um, and then, you know, so we see that with Trevor Lawrence. Look at Trevor Lawrence's base donors versus his optic and prism, where those have super low gem rates. His optic has a, a very healthy, good gem rate, PSA 10 rate. So there's an opportunity there for people to buy raw and, and flip. So you could play both sides of that coin. And you can attack it from multiple angles if you want. One thing that's interesting, I, I see Chad, uh, which backup quarterbacks uh, ha have you been buying? And I'm going to ask you that. Are there any backup quarterbacks that have, have, have caught the glimmer of your pupils? Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely a few like premium uh, backup quarterbacks, you could, hey, you could look at the the guy that was drafted to um, the Cleveland Browns, Dorian Thompson. I forget how his like a hyphenated last name. You could look at DTR. him. Mike, I think, uh, I think Mike White is probably the number one backup um, to buy. Uh, you could also make a, you could still like right now, if you if you want to gamble, you could make a bet on Kyle Trask too. I'm just saying there's 99.9% chance that Baker Mayfield starts the season, and uh, you know with Todd Bowles and now you bring in Dave Canales, who's the former quarterback coach in the Seattle Seahawks, who's been somewhat credited for the resurrection of Geno Smith's career. And if and if he comes into Tampa thinking that he's going to resurrect Baker Mayfield's career, he's definitely starting because Todd Bowles, Jason Light are on the hot seat of losing their jobs at this point. Um, you know, it, it, you, I could see them benching Baker Mayfield if he plays bad, and them giving Kyle Trask a start. And I'm not even going to wait for him to play out. Uh, if 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 I wasn't like a super PC collector of him, I'd flip him on that news. That news re releases Mike White starts. 
I don't want to, I don't need to wait and see him play out with Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle, Devin H. I just go ahead and flip the guy, flip the guy on that news, flip Kyle Trask on that news. And you can do that. There, there's a few situations, but those are Taylor Heineke in Atlanta maybe is another one, but um, those are a few situations that come, uh, come to mind right there. Marcus Mariota is someone that I find very interesting, right? Especially if they, the, let's just say the Eagles are in the same spot. Let's just say the same script plays out because we all know the NFL script is is written out before the season. <laughs> uh, but let's say uh, Jalen Hurts gets hurt, and let's just say Marcus Mariota starts Nick's, Nick Foling out there. Look, he's got the weapons to do it. And uh, unlike Gardner, you, you know, you could still do some of the dual threat stuff with, uh, with Mariota. So very interesting. Um, before we get to our hobby tip of the week, let's take one final question here from Woodband, holding it down in Nashville. Okay. I've seen a notable increase in sales since two weeks ago till now. Seems like it's heating up. Okay. So Woodband holding it down in honky-tonk country, the uh, Chattahoochee, Alan Jackson. That's some deep-cut country for you right there, Andy. Have you seen the same thing? Have you seen uh, an increase in sales over the past couple of weeks? Well, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good question. We actually can can look right in our, our app. I per, like anecdotally speaking. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been just as healthy. I think even a little bit more so. My theory is that because of because of fantasy football season, more or less heating up. Right. The, the OTAs are going now. you got the rookie premiere event there. The draft uh, hype has cooled off, but for diehard uh, football fans, they, a lot of most of those guys play fantasy football, and there's probably a good percentage of those guys that are now in the hobby as well, like parlaying that knowledge. And so, yeah, I mean, I have seen it stay healthy. Um, here, I've got the ad pulled up. I don't like week over week in terms of graded card volume. It's, I mean, it's healthy, right? Like just good looking at buy it now volume, but it's not. Like there's a little bit of it. There's an increase there week over week in Joe Burrow up to 267 graded okay. cards sold in the last cup uh, last week. You look at guys like Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes, Trey Lance, 53% increase week over week. Why is that? Probably because, you know, there's they're continuously releasing interviews from coaching the coaching staff in San Fran saying, what are you guys talking about? Sam Donald starting. You know how much we got invested in Trey Lance? So they like, I don't know if it's a smoke screen or what, but there's definitely uh, some hype there. Plus his prices are very favorable right now. So there's still people buying into that youth and draft capital unknown, the FOMO of Trey Lance. Uh, then you, so so it basically what you could take away from this, Carter, is look at the, the elite of the elite. The top guys in the league have seen a sales volume increase in the past week specifically just by looking at this data right here aiden o'connell is uh the vegas third stringer he's got the mustache only look going on so he's got a little minshew to him he also looks like a plumber like he doesn't look like an nfl quarterback so aiden o'connell can spin it uh derek says keep an eye out on clayton tune in arizona uh, I like Clayton Tune. I do. I think he could be um, a purdy-ish kind of backup in Arizona. Now, they don't have the supporting cast, uh, and D-Hop obviously is looking to make a move soon. But, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I could see it. I really, really can. So uh, I like me some Clayton Tune. Now, we get to Hobby Tip of the Week. Andy, I'll let you go first. Uh, yeah, I think, man, I had a, I had a, uh, okay, oh, I'll go first. I, I know what I want. Okay. You want to go first? Cause I just no. realized what mine was. So yeah, we had this really interesting situation here, uh, with James in our, in our discord, a patron member, he might be out there in the chat, but I'm going to, I'm going to open this card up and share this picture. So he bought a card. He sniped a Devonta Smith, one of one pen pals on card auto from eBay for $89, like great snipe. He follows wow. the process. This guy is uh, is a stud on the quest. And so he bought this card, received it. He 
to himself, clearly authentic on card. This red ink is one of one. So this is an incredibly rare. It's a, it's a one of one from Pen Pals. It's their their print run is determined the ink. So he sells it for three hundred twenty five dollars on eBay just a week ago. It's it's now eBay authenticity guarantee. So he sends it to the to the authenticity guarantee, which is I think typically PSA or a CSG, and they say it's not authentic. They come back and their comments on it are very vague. Their comments on it are, and I'll, here, let me go back and uh, pull up what he, what they actually said. Let me see where I go. Okay. So bizarre. They're, yeah, th this is this is wild because he knows it's authentic. Um, the card failed authenticity checks with the authenticator noting raw card is inked, recolored, or altered. Uh, apparently, they followed through with a request for more information, but those are the only notes provided for this transaction. So this is a conversation that James is having with eBay. And the eBay person said, I also asked if there was something you can do to relist the card successfully. The suggestion that eBay received is that you can check the card when you receive it back. Authenticator notes suggest they notice someone has used a Sharpie or something else to touch up the card, possibly around the edges. You can relist, and if you see that, mention it in the listing. So it, this is just wild because it's like, I James said he doesn't see any Sharpie around uh, the edges on this card, and he's like, what do I do? So my thought was, why don't you submit this to SGC, another right. very reputable grading company, and see what they come back with. If it comes back authentic from them and graded, now it's like, what type of recourse do you have with uh, with this transaction? I'm hoping this this transaction doesn't give him negative feedback. I, I I've known James for a little bit. I, I mean, I don't know him personally, but I, I've seen him. He's very active in the chat. I I don't know. I really don't know what to say. Like, I know that the image is kind of blurry, and, and there's nothing more you can really do with the image. But are they saying uh, – I pulled up the, the explanation just for clarity. Are they saying that the autograph was recolored? Is that, is that what they're saying here, or what, what, what exactly are that's they – That's what doing? I'm wondering. So the, the, and that's what James is like. Can you get additional information? Because this, this, this comment from the authenticator is pretty vague. Like what if Devonta Smith – wanted to go back over the D in his name, you know, or, or his last yeah, name. Like, yeah. I mean, he actually, if you look at the rookie premier event, the way they sign cards, there's a good chance that he could have gone back over a letter or something like that. There's also a good chance the pen that he was holding could have touched another part of the card. I, I don't see it in this picture. Um, but uh, I don't see like how a, a Sharpie on the edge of the, how does that alter the authenticity of the card? You know, it just doesn't, that doesn't, it's not adding up the reason they gave them for why it's not authentic. And just for clarification, he bought this card, correct? He bought this he... card on eBay for $89 uh, months ago and like last year. And, and he's held it, it since then. But yeah, the and he's recently sold it. So when he bought it at 89 it didn't have to go through authenticity guarantee. He gets it. He holds it for a while. He sells it now, sells it for $325. Great oh, flip. Wow. But, you know, now it's authenticity guarantee and it goes and, and it comes back that they're saying not authentic with like a really lame um, reason, you know? That hurts. That really hurts. It's the second most painful thing I've heard in a live stream. We have had some, uh, some, some, some brutal, brutal things happen to our members and you know this is always you know the case with like raw stuff you know there's always just so much protection in the flip game if it is a graded card right but yeah i mean okay here's a clearer image of it i don't yeah don't he's know. got it relisted so he's got it so I'm... so if he relisted does he have to go through authentication again or what i mean i don't know um no he lowered the price on it so i'm guessing he doesn't have to no i guess it's not having to go through authentication this time 
Well, that's just go. so that's just so strange. That is all of this is so strange to me. So, James, if you're listening, I hope this gets sorted out for you. Um, I also just don't think anybody is trying to. And and look, Devonta Smith is someone I've banged the table for, Andy, as you know, before his strong end of the season. He was my play of the week for two different episodes last year. As great as he is, I don't think anyone's trying to run a ring forging and touching up Devonta Smith cards. You would you would understand this a little bit more if this was Herbert or someone uh bigger, but it's uh it's it's this is very strange. Very, very, very yeah, strange. no, I I know James James for years now. He's one of the, the OGs on the channel. Oh, it's, yeah, it's just unfortunate. It's is very strange and I'm curious to see what his outcome I think he is gonna submit it to SGC and uh and get it graded and see what what they come back i mean it's not in perfect condition it's not going to come back at 10 you see a little whitening on the corner these pen yeah, pals are a little bit thinner paper but um i'm wondering if it, if it was just strictly having to do with the red pen that he used to sign this uh it is really interesting but i don't know um what my hobby tip out of this per se was other than to uh, submit it for grading with a different grading company other than PSA or CSG. If it, if it comes back from eBay authenticity guarantee as uh, non-authentic and you feel very strongly that it is. Yeah. Just send it to SGC and, and see what comes of it. Uh, my habit tip of the week, pretty straightforward. Uh, Cause we went a little long there. Uh, Cause I, I'm very fascinated by this uh, is, is go to shows. Uh, go to shows. That's what the hobby is all about. It is a completely different thing than, you know, buying and selling online, right? If you go to a show and you make a purchase, whether it's good or bad, at least you were there in the flesh, right? At least you were there to see it. At least you could see it, walk around, and then make a decision on a card. It may be, may not be there when the time you come around. I'm telling you, if you've never been to a show it is the place to go if you really, really do love the hobby. Uh, the Nashville is a different beast in and of itself. We are both going. We hope you guys go as well. But still, it is where all really the fun and the hobby actually happens, right? Because you make contacts. Um, you never know. You might get a new job. I saw someone get a new opportunity at a show uh, where I was set up at not too long ago. So um, it's, uh, it's, it's where... All the fun actually happens. Um, now, Andy, we get to play of the week. Um, I'll go first, and my play is Jared Stidham, right? All he did last year, Andy, in the game versus the 49ers, okay? Elite defense, by the way, um, was he lit them up. Now, he goes from Vegas to one of the best play callers in the history of this sport. Backing up a quarterback who did not look good at all in Russell Wilson. Now, Russell Wilson's going to be given a long leash uh, this year because of the draft capital that they have spent to get him uh, and the money they have spent to get him. But Jared Stidham is in position to take over and potentially light it up. And we were doing when we were doing the backup quarterback things a little bit earlier. Uh, a few of you have mentioned uh, Jared Stidham. So once again, his card's going to be a little bit more rare because of his draft year. Um, I think what is that? Twenty eighteen. I think Stidham was twenty eighteen. Twenty nineteen, of course, with uh, Kyler Murray. So um, be on the lookout for Jared Stidham. It might be worth it. Now there were a lot of people burned because you know he's in a pants uniform and people have spent high on Jared Stidham before, but might be a fun little stash when he actually takes over, uh, uh, potentially takes over the QB one in Denver. Yeah. His cards are so cheap, Carter, uh, PSA 10 prism is on average, just a $20 card. So, Great. you know, honestly, yeah, I'd rather buy into Stidham right now for 2023 chance that, Hey, maybe Sean Payton gets so fed up with Russell Wilson, he gets benches him. Um, that's maybe a narrative that could happen or something happens to Russ uh, injury and Stidham gets a start. That could happen. 
it's just really, really cheap. You're right, man. I, I was impressed with how he hung in there for the Raiders uh, down the stretch last year. Mm. So All right, my, my plan is actually uh, 2022 because I was going and comparing the prices um, of these guys between between B. John Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. And B. John Robinson's uh, Bowman U autograph card first, that's a $100 card. Jameer Gibbs, that's a $20 card. There's a massive difference between the the, uh, the rookie autograph values of B. John Robinson and Jameer Gibbs, and he only went four picks behind him. Um, and I like the landing spot, right? The draft capital, the age, the speed, 99th percentile speed. The four three six. He's also going very high in dynasty drafts and stuff. So, I mean, I've seen people reaching on Gibbs in fantasy land, but yet his card values have not really caught up, or not even really close to what I think they could be. And of course, there are a couple of new sets coming out in the middle to end of June. But even these Bowman Chrome autograph cards at twenty dollars have are an easy double up for me heading into September. So at $20, I will buy a Jameer Gibbs Bowman Chrome University autograph or even some of these Bowman best serial number autograph cards or even some of these Leaf rare uh, serial number autograph cards for $20, $25 of Jameer Gibbs and flip them heading into the season. To me, he's just going to be a hype reel um, in in mini camps and oh, and uh, like preseason training camp and preseason, it's just going to be a hype machine, man. And so, um, I think he's a, I think he's a great play to flip heading into the preseason. Just looking at his values compared to Bijan's. Let's go to Brandon's comment. We'll take a few more at the end. Don't forget, feel free to super chat a question if you want it for sure to be answered by the end of today's live. Andy's gotten a few super chats recently. Cool stuff. Um, let's go to Brandon. Crosser setting up for my first show soon. We'll let you know the hot, cold guys from Kansas City. Well, there you go, Brandon. Congratulations. Your first show. Enjoy it, man. Uh, my only tip for you is make sure you have cash, right? Because uh, you don't want to be there trying to sell a card for 50 bucks and someone walks up and says, I got cash. I'm ready to pay for it now. And they only have 100, right? Make sure you have $50 cash to give that person their correct change back. Um, so, yeah, if you're setting up, make sure uh, you have that. Make sure you have a PayPal or Venmo option if the, that person doesn't have any cash as well. Um, so, yeah, best of luck. Do what you got to do, Brandon. Yeah, good luck, Brandon. Uh, let us know, man. I'd, I'd love to find out this this information. We've got some Jake Hayner loving here uh, from New Orleans. The issue with Jake Hayner, uh, so Andy, uh, you've heard me say this before, but I always cheer for short quarterbacks because I myself am short. Okay. The issue is let's say Derek Carr does go down, Jameis Winston is still there. So Jake Hayner is going to have to do something in preseason. But the good thing is he'll he'll remain cheap. So so go on ahead and get uh get your Jake Hainers. Um let's see here. Family Burliner with a very good question here. Best resource for card show date locations. Uh, uh that's a good question, Carter. There there's a uh, there's an Instagram account that is dedicated to this. I don't remember what the name, man. I wish I remember what the name of this was. I I think if you go to, let's, let's see, card show. Card show. Here's, one. Here's one right here. Uh, Sports Collector Digest. Uh, post right there. Um, so there you go. I posted one that I've used before. Um. And the link is in there. Let's see. Cool. Um, and this one's actually 
they go state by state and all that good stuff. So, um, but yeah, uh, one thing I would say about that though, no matter no matter the website, Andy, do a double verification, right? Because shows get canceled all the time. So what I would do is if you do get a big list, make sure you then take the contact information from there, email or call whoever's running the show to say, hey, is the show still happening? And then from there, you can ask how many tables you're going to have. And that way you can know if it's worth your time because some people drive an hour, two hours, three hours uh, to, to, to go to a show. And um, there's plenty of ways you can verify it. Look at the Facebook pages and all that stuff. So um, uh, take water, comfortable shoes, and deodorant. <laughs> I like it. Um, Andy, are there any questions here you want to get to before uh, we head out? No, I, I um, yeah, catch me, catch me in the Discord. Uh, it's been a great show, Carter. Uh, loved today's episode. It's been a lot of fun, but uh, that's all I got, man. Right now, we gotta, we gotta get yeah. back to work, baby. You're <laughs> yeah. that, yeah, that work call, huh? <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next week, y'all. Peace, peace. Ba -da, ba -da. peace.